the first step would be for everybody to care about other people and not about themselves only. Uh, people should respect each other. It, uh, not dependent with the color, the gender. Uh, we must avoid all this uh, uh, confrontation. You know? The fact that we're all humans is what unites us. So, But I think you start to think of yourself more as a person from the planet. The task of the media is to help society find a common language and communicate. I think friendship and being nice to each other can unite everyone. I want to live in a society that where the people are very conscious, so they make this conscious decisions. Work for the sake of uh, society, for the sake of love, for the sake of connection. I see that all people want two things: love and it's respect. A compassionate society, a society that understands that your needs are you know, validated. What unites us is being in relationship with each other. It's about humanizing the human society. Everybody has to be informed in a, in a proper way. Let's support each other. Let's help each other, no matter what another person may have. In a creative society, human life will be of highest value, and the best human qualities will prevail. Greetings, dear viewers. Today, the chain of ongoing meetings within the framework of the project Creative Society brought us to Singapore. I'm very happy to introduce you our today's guest, Lina Rodriguez, entrepreneur and project manager in environmental issues, originally from Colombia. Lina was nominated by our previous guest, Alish, and we are very happy to see you with us here today, Lina. Thank you so much for joining. How are you? Hi, Alina. I'm fine. Thank you so much for having me. It's, a, it's such an honor to be here with you today. Thank you so much. And also, I want to introduce my today's co-host, Ala. Hi, Ala. Hi, Ala. Hi. Hi, everyone. And for those who are joining us at the first time, I would like to remind that a large international public movement has launched a unique global project, which called Creative Society. Within this project, we ask people all over the world how they envision creative and constructive society, such a society where every single human being is fundamental unit of the society, where everyone feels happy and live in prosperity and feel safe. So welcome to our program, Lina, and thank you for accepting our invitation. We would like to ask you, could you please tell us a little bit more about yourself? What are you doing and how you came to it? but actually inspired you. Thank you so much, uh, Allah. Well, that's always a challenging question, but I, I can say that I am a person who really enjoys human interaction. I love to talk to people. I love to help others to be, you know, give my contribution any, any way I can do it. Um, either an, through an advice, an action, just to be there. That's um, how I can describe myself, someone who likes to serve other human beings. And um, actually, that's why I joined as an environmental engineer since um, 2004. I started my studies uh, as an environmental engineer with the idea of um, saving the planet. It's a very romantic idea. But I truly believe that um, in the way that um, if you can improve the environment for the people and for the animals and all the living things, you can have a better life and a better society and people can be more happy. So that was my dream. I pursued that and I focused right now, I'm focusing on uh, rivers and uh, recently I was part of uh, projects here in Singapore uh, for circular economy, uh, projects that were focused on um, closing the loop for the plastic um, um, problematic that we have right now, um, how to tackle uh, the problems that we had in, uh, from, of plastics in the ocean. So that was one of the, of the ways I was um, inspired and, and also uh, doing my contribution to help uh, this planet to be a better place and also to help human beings to have a better uh, life conditions. 
So that's basically what I do as a professional. Uh, if you ask me as well, I have a, a business um, to help people as well uh, to improve his healthy habits. Um, habits sorry. Um, it's a business about uh, healthy snacks. So what I do is to bake with love um, this uh, healthy granola that people have enjoyed very much. And it's a very, very um, bestseller product. And um, that's the way I, I give love and serve to other human beings through these products. That's yeah. wonderful. Thank you so much. Yes, it's, uh, you're doing such an amazing job right now and not just care for environment, but for people as, as well. And um, yes, thank you so much for sharing your story. Thank you. And uh, you know, listening to your story, it is impossible not to notice your inner striving for harmony, for everything around you to be beautiful, to be clean, to be healthy. And uh, what or who helps you to develop such qualities in yourself? Um, sorry, can you repeat the question? Of course, <laughs> yes. Where did you get this? Um, feeling of harmony and uh, the feeling that you that it's great to change something around for it to be helpful for people for it to be beautiful and healthy where does it come from from your childhood maybe okay um well i think it's probably from my childhood i i was always very sensible um about uh, my surroundings about what was happening in my surroundings and I come from a country that has been unfortunately in conflict for more than 50 years. And uh, since I was very little, I was exposed to this uh, tragic news about the guerrilla and some uh, issues in my country. And once I asked to my father, why people act that way? And um, he could simply have say like, because, or just ignore my question, but he just, sit down and try to explain me uh, why people was, that people had the choice to, to do that. So in that way, I was always thinking, maybe if I do something, if I can be caring, kind with people, maybe I can do an impact and a change in, in people's life. And also um, one of the thing is my family, um, I had a, a special uh, brother, with the special conditions. So he, he was a, a very special person in a way to say. Um, he had this condition where he cannot uh, walk and we had to be their legs, their, their arms, their strength, and, and to help him to know the world just by you know, taking them to places and, and to helping them, serving him every day. And uh, I think that was the, the, the person that really influenced my desire to serve other human beings and to give a contribution and also to be, to, to be more empathetic to people's feelings and people's needs. So that, that was a, a daily practice with my brother. And um, I think that was something that really um, impact and, and, and stick in my heart and, and, and that is what it motivates me. Uh, to do what I do. Well, thank you so much, Lina, because yes, uh, your process inspired you for doing such things for humanity and for care about people. And we would like to say thank you for that because many people now feel in your love, care and support as well for that, for your experiences. And uh, Lina, we know that uh, you are an envir environmental engineer and uh, there is a huge problem with the medical and constructive waste polluting our rivers, oceans, and any other water life streams. And uh, we'd like to ask you, how do you envision health safety and the utilization of waste in creative society? What should we focus on so our water will stay clean and safe to use? Well, I think that um, if we talk about rivers and we talk about water pollution, I think, um, that is something um, that it requires more than um, regulations. Mm -hmm. I think it's more like an action and a really a long-term vision of what is it that you want to achieve 
what is the what is it that you want for your river and i want to take the example of the singapore river um, since I, I arrived uh, to Singapore two years ago, I've been in Asia for uh, around four years. And since I, I arrived to Singapore, I was marveled to see the rivers and all the water that uh, this island has. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a very small island. Um, and um, this um, example really inspired me. You know, in my country, we, we have this, um, we are very rich in resources. We are number three in water resources. And I grew up nearby rivers and, and, and you know, like seeing the, the, the little creeks. And, and if you want to go to travel anywhere in the country, you can find rivers and, and, and enjoy the nature. But most of these city rivers were polluted, were highly polluted, and still they are. And uh, when I came to Singapore, Singapore is, a, as, a, as I mentioned, is a very small country that in the past, they didn't have any water resources for themselves. So they did all the water supply depends from Malaysia. They have very small reservoirs. But when Singapore became independent in, in the 60s, um, the biggest concern was the water. How are we going to be self-sufficient how are we going to rely in our resources rather than buying water from outside? And um, the way they did was through planning and through having a long-term planning and, and, and trying to see how, what were the actions that they need to do in order to um, improve the water the quality of the rivers that they had, like let's start with what we have, and also let's project to have more capacity to storage water. So that mindset was what really influenced Singapore and what it really brings Singapore 10 years later to um, have the rivers that they had. You know, in the 80s where, and, and right now there's some most of the rivers are still polluted around the world. In, in the 80s, Singapore achieved a major uh, task that was to have clean rivers. So for me, that is the example. And I've been studying uh, about that during these years here in Singapore firsthand, walking around the rivers, bringing my family to, to know the rivers and, and see the beauty of how human intervention can really make a good impact. And and I, I think that, just to answer your question, I think that it has to be, a, a, how to say, a annuated efforts. You know, you have to join and have the community, you have to have the, the, the people, the, the, the regulators, the industries all together trying to help to tackle the problematic and to understand the why. That's the most important thing. Why are you doing this? Why are you cleaning the river and that and that's the way that the start point where you can achieve what you really want to achieve thank you so much yes we all should take responsibilities for our water and nature and environment as a whole and about people as well and everything thank you because it's actually great advice as well and singapore will become quite a fantastic example of clean water and how they do it. And I think the rest of the world have to learn from them as well. Thank you so much. Right. Thank you. Yeah. You think about using technologies and uh, ideas properly, yeah? And it's all about uniting people and act toward the common goal. Thank you. Yeah, and, and, I, and actually, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just wanted to say thank you for what you are doing for our world because it's really a lot. Thank you. It's my duty. And, and I, I wanted to, to just to, to wrap up the, the idea is um, sometimes what government does in a way, in, in the case of Singapore, people couldn't understand because they didn't see it because we don't have patience as human beings. We want to see things done in an instant. And when we start to see that things like are not going the way we expect, the way we imagine, we, get, we start to get tired, you know, start to, maybe this is not the plan that is working, but here they, they had a, um, a different way. They, they try to engage the people, the community to inform them, but also they, they were, it's like when you, when you 
tell to your children, you have to do this, and they don't understand why. But at the end, eventually, they will see the fruits of that uh, uh, decision that you had to make at that time. And that's where they say, okay, I understand now. Now I can trust. Now I understand and now I can follow. So that is that one of the most important things I, I think um, should be in, in every decision, in every action that you want to take, inform people, but also do and then show. Thank you so much. Yes, you absolutely right with this because be example, isn't it, for others and uh, teach our children because they are first cell of our society. They need to learn how to make everything better in this world right now, how to respect each other, help each other and help environment as well. And uh, for that, the small steps will be lead us for the future, for the better, brighter future and best opportunities for all human beings around the world. Thank you so much, Nina, for your opinion. Thank you. That's true. That's true. We are the models of the little ones. That's a big responsibility. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And we have to act, you know, not just to, to wait that somebody will come and do something for us. We are here. Um, it is our planet. It is our common home. Why don't you do something for it? Yeah. That's right. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's it's. In a way, it's our responsibility, and and it, and it's like when you when you live in your house, you know you have to take care of your of your place. You have to clean it. You have to make it beautiful. You have to do maintenance, and you have to try to make to maintain things in their place, right? And 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 every change you do is for the best and for the good, so you can have a better life. You're looking after, isn't it? You're looking after everything and taking responsibility for your house. So we have to treat this planet as well as like our one home. We don't have other residents and uh, we're all one human family. We need to remember we're just uh, here right now, which we can do for the future generations to leave them the better world. Thank you so much, Lina. Yes, and um, Alina, I believe you have another question to ask as well. Yeah, actually, Lina, we know you have been writing amazing articles about uh, environmental leadership. That's In your right. opinion, what qualities uh, should a leader have, any leader in any spheres of life? Who is the well, leader? A leader. Well, for me, a leader is a person who leads by example. That's the first thing. But... When, when I was thinking about, and, and it's good that you have uh, raised, raised the point of the, that article, I was really inspired of the history of the story of Singapore and how they um, transformed the Singapore River. And I was thinking about um, Mr. Lee Kuan Yew, the former and the first prime minister. Uh, he was the one who led all the transformation of Singapore from a third world to a first world first class world. And I was reflecting, who is this person and how did he manage to have a, a better environment to transform all the environment for the people? And, and I was starting to go into what he was uh, in his memories, in, in all the work that he did. And I think that three things I, I highlighted that uh, I think are important. Patience, because you need to plan long-term. You, you have to play long-term because changes just come on the right moment when you do all what you need to do, the, the, the right steps, and, the, and, and you actually do the steps you need to do to achieve the goal. Persistence, because sometimes you're gonna have people, the naysayers or people who will not understand what, uh, the goal or the vision, and you have to, to stop and explain again and, and, and try to include the, all the people in the same boat so you can paddle towards the same direction. And also you need discipline because without discipline, you will not be able to achieve the plan, what it is that, that you really want to do with small steps every day and, and the activities and the, and the program that you have to follow you will achieve that goal. So patience, persistence, and discipline are the three points I consider an environmental leader must have. 
Wow, thank you so much because you're so right, one step of a time. And this is leading us when this small step starting now. So we can actually build the better world that humanity deserves later. So, but we have to start now. And one little steps by steps, we will achieve this goal all together and every single human being together as one big family. Thank you so much for qualities of the leaders. It's really important. Thank you. So I'd like to ask you another question about, because we know you are travel a lot around the world and you are from uh, Colombia, but you are living in Singapore at the moment. So what do you think unites all people, regardless of their nationality, religion, or social status? What we all have in common? Well, I think we have two things in common. The first one is love. We all human beings need to love and be loved. But the second one I consider is the most important is to serve. You as a human being have a necessity to serve another human being in order to, in order to be happy. You know, like in my case, for example, I am a mom of, of a seven-year-old kid. And every time, you know, from, from, from the delivery and from the moment that he was born, I've been serving him every day, every single day. He was a, a very fragile human being. He still needs my guidance. And when I serve him and I help him to achieve things, to give advices, to guide him, and I see how he puts his best to achieve what he wants to achieve, to you know, see him happy and smile for what he have achieved at, at a, such a small age, like for example, walking or talking or doing skills, cutting, things like that, you feel very happy and you feel very um, satisfied with what you have done, the service. And I think that is something that keeps you, that gives you life and keeps you motivated in order to improve other people's life, but also improve your life. It's like a, a bucket. There's this story we read with our, with our son that is uh, called, How Full Is Your Bucket? And it's a story about a kid who starts to, to, to fight, uh, starts fighting with the, with the sister, and then the sister starts to cry, and well, it becomes uh, a mess. And then the uncle uh, started to tell him that the sister reacted that way because his bucket was not full. And he started to explain that the kids start to go at, um, to, uh, through a different uh, scenarios and situations where he starts to feel that his bucket, like he said, everyone has a bucket. And the way you feel it is by being caring with others or you, you empty if you are not um, feeling happy or, so, or, or you let um, emotions um, affect you. Uh, so he started to, like, to feel like, for example, a teacher makes him read his story and he starts to feel like his bucket is going to fill up. And then he helps another human being, uh, the professor who was very stressed and the, everything went on the floor. So he helped him and he realized that the bucket of the professor starts to fill, but as well, his bucket starts to fill up. So then at the end, he realized my responsibility is to fill my bucket, but also to fill other people's bucket. And the way I, I feel mine is by feeling others and helping others to in, in what it is that, that they need. So I think service is very important. If you want to, in a way, be, be happy, more happy and, and satisfied, you need to start serve other human beings. Thank you so much because great society exactly about that, about the human human life as a first um, center of uh, great society and we are, should help each other lift each other up and uh, in a great factory society where this human or person is care for society and society care for him or her for the person so yes we have to help each other and lift each other up thank you so much for your opinion and yeah it's great thank you yeah, absolutely and kindness love caring they are so contagious aren't they Yes. <laughs> the people see examples, they want to experience that as well. Lina, how do you see true happiness? Which is true uh, happiness for you? My, my sorry, my ha for me happiness, you mean? Yeah, yeah. How would you define true happiness? For me happiness. I love to be with my family, you know. But more than that as well, um, 
I enjoy human interaction, as I mentioned on my um, uh, at the start of the interview. I I cannot spend one day without talking to someone and to bring someone laugh, make someone laugh. Like for example, today I was buying something at the supermarket, and and I was already paying, but then I had to go for another product, and and I went and I came back, and there was another and there was another a couple. Uh, trying to pay, but the, the lady was telling them that uh, the, 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 the amount of actually my bill and the, and the girl, she was going to pay like two items and I was going to pay like, pay like, like 10. And um, she was like, what, how much? And, and, and she was very scared. And I told her, oh, you're going to pay my bill. Thank you so much. So they started to laugh. And, and they were like, no, that's not my bill. And well, we, we, we end up uh, talking to each other and, and laughing and enjoy that moment. And then the couple left, but they were very happy and the environment was totally transformed. And that is what is happiness for me, is what you can do for someone else. What can you do to bring a smile, hap- a smile to someone? And perhaps um, to go more deeper, that's the question I always ask myself. How can I serve better another human being? How can I help that person to improve his day or to make his day maybe? So at the lift, I have to make people talk. <laughs> and my husband always laughs because he says, you make a speechless talk. Everybody, when they see me, they say good morning. They, they try to talk, to make conversation because that is what I, on the first place, try to do. Of course, you will find people who, you know, is, uh, they are in a bad mood or they are having things in their mind. I don't mind. I, I just trying to, to understand the person if, if she doesn't say uh, good morning. I don't mind. I, I just wanted to make her feel like it's okay. You feel that way, but we are here waiting for you. Uh, that, that's that's what uh, happiness is for me. The, yeah. the, the, the possibility to serve another human being. This door is always open, isn't it? And when you give this uh, little smile to someone, you can fill them up for all day, make them day better and brighter. And it's fantastic. Thank you, Lina. And I'd like to remind our viewers, while doing our research, we came to understand that um, answers of all people, regardless of their nationality, any background, any professional skills, or anything are very similar. And uh, as a result of this eight foundations was a form of building to create society and present in an article and it's article called stages and foundations for building the create society and present on the official website alachaunites.com so if anyone interested to read about these eight foundations and three stages of building such society please welcome to visit our website and right now i would like to ask to put the little video that remind us about eight foundations Thank you very much. Lina, we know you get familiar with those eight foundations. And we would like to ask you, what do you think in general about them? And we're also going to discuss today the eighth foundation of creative society. So Lina, what do you think about these eight foundations of creative society? Just any opinion on it. Thank you, Ala. Um, I think that um, the eight pillars or the eight foundations are transversal and are also um, very evocative, if I may say so. Uh, I think it covers all the, um, the different uh, aspects of a human being, of 
the, the, the how human beings should live and should function, not only the physical needs, but also in a way to say the spiritual needs, the intellectual needs that you, that you require to develop yourself as a human being in a, in a society, of course. Thank that's, you so that's my opinion. Thank you so much. Yes, and today we're going to discuss AIF Foundation. If you could please have it on screen. And um, so, we can speak about okay. it. Okay. So, uh, number eight is um, self governing society, right? Yes. Well, um, I want to go a little bit, a little bit uh, from macro to, ma to macro to micro. And uh, when we talk about self-governing society, I like to see it more as a self-governance people, human being, in a way to say. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, every human being is unique. Every, every human being is born with a set of talents, qualities, features that they come to earth to, to bring and to develop and to make it grow for the service of other human beings. That is something that I have in my mind and, and, and we as a family, we, we believe on that you have a set of talents that you have received and your responsibility is to make them grow, to make him uh, give fruit, if I may say so. And that way is to, to bring it at the highest potential and that way you can serve better other human beings and and you can bring and give your contribution to society so we as as i mentioned as we are unique but we also have similar necessities similar basic needs i think that is one of the of the parts that the other uh, foundations cover but if we focus on self-governing i i like to think this as a as an example of what I love the most, which is rivers. So imagine you have a pristine river, a rocky mountain river, and you go for hiking and you, you know, find the river and you, and you see the scenario, very beautiful trees, uh, plants, grass, the water flowing, a lot of rocks, different shapes, different ways. Some of them are molded because of the water strength, some of them are higher and the sun and different things have shaped them and, and everything is working harmoniously, right? Yes. So I imagine that we human beings are like those rocks on, on that uh, stream, on that Rocky Mountain River. We are so different and so unique, but if you remove one rock from that um, area, that scenario, the environment is going to change, right? It's going to look different. So that rock has the best, is at its best potential in a way to say, for the environment, for the, 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 the group where, where it's, it's located. So as human beings, we are very different. And this is something that does not divide us, in a way unite us, because your talents maybe are different from mine. You might be good at um, giving advices. I might be good at listening. So we all complement. And, and, and for self-governance, I think that you need to grow and you need to uh, realize that you're responsible for that. You're responsible for growing and develop your talents at your highest potential. And you, as a, as a human being, have a mission to serve and love. And, and, and love is through commitment and serve is through actions. Um, in that way to say, if we're going a little bit outside from the individual, I think that um, the next nucleus that is very important for you is family. Because family, I see it as a harvest of people, is the place where you can um, actually grow as an individual in a society. In, in a society, we have uh, different type of people. We have, um, we like it or not, we have different hierarchies, like people who is, and um, um, because they have more experience or be, because they have different um, skills, they are in different positions. So in our family, it happens the same. There's the mom, the, the dad, the kids, 
and and that's the the space and the environment well where children and human beings learn how to interact how to love how to serve how to um bring up their opinions in a respectful way how to understand different points of view you know it's 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 a a, a place where you have an exposure of how is society look like and um I think that um, that part is very important. And um, as a human being, you need to develop the different skills that you require. And it's your responsibility to do it. So that's why I consider that self-governing society must be uh, grouped and composed, comprised by uh, people who are self-aware of what is their role in the society and their responsibility to be the best version of themselves. That's what um, I consider. And, and, and I like the way you, 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 you portrayed in, in, the, in the foundations uh, because I think that's one of the, of the most important uh, parts. It is the last one, but it actually um, comprises the other seven. You know, once you have self-governing society in a way that every human being is is, is aware of, of their, of their um, um, how to say, of their place in the society. That way is where we are going to have a self-governing society. Everybody is going to contribute with the best of themselves. And we need to provide that environment for them. Thank you so much for your opinion. And yes, it's, uh, let's help each other. Let's respect each other. Let's lift each other up and build a better world. And as you said, this beautiful example with rivers, let's live in a harmony where every single human being has their own role, the unique role of being in the society and functioning this in a like most harmonic way it's possible to be. Because everybody is uh, valuable and everybody is, uh, for this society is needed. And uh, let's do it all together. Thank you so much, Dina, for your opinion on A Foundation. This is great, thank you. Okay, thanks. I always tell my son, you are an important part of the family. If you don't set the table, how are we going to have breakfast? So he's like, mm, okay. <laughs> so that's so simple. <laughs> so simple, yes. You have to all do it together, isn't it? To build a better world, yes. Thank you so much. I can imagine how amazing would our world look like if all people would take responsibility on themselves. And all people would understand that we are all the same and uh, would use their best uh, qualities to serve society, to help others, to do something good, to unite, to create uh, harmony and peace around. How amazing would it be? Thank you so much for sharing, Dina. Maybe you can give us, um, I don't know, more advice of um, what can every one of us do in our daily life to make the world a better place already today, already now? What can we start with? Okay, uh, I would say start your day saying thank you. I think that's the most po powerful word you can use for yourself and for others. Start by saying thank you. You know, um, we tend to compare a lot among each other because we have not understand that we are different and we are in different uh, situations, different times of life. And we, we, sometimes we, we get frustrated when we see, and especially right now that we have access to, to social media and to the life of our friends and people. And, and we see the way they want us to see them, right? And when, what happens when you end up you know, close social media, you end up with a, with a, you know, feeling of, it's my life great, you know? And that's where the, the point where you start to, to feel like you are not enough and you should have what other people's have, but you don't realize that you already have enough. And I'm not saying that you should be like conformed with what you have. I, what I'm saying is that in your situation, what things you can be thankful for and that you have and what things you 
think you, you, you need in order to improve your life. Sometimes it's reading a book of self-discipline. Sometimes it's talking more with people and, and, and different activities. But I think the most important part is to say thank you. And, and, and that makes you self-aware of what you have, of the beauty of what surrounds you. You have food, you have shelter, you know? And, and I remind, always remember my, my brother, he was in a wheelchair. He, he couldn't move. He was able to talk and he was a great painter. He painted such a beautiful artworks. And I remember one of his poems that he wrote before he died, like months before he died. And he was saying, thanking God for his life. He, he was saying, thank you, God, for my uh, body, for my talents, and for my cells. All good, all well, all healthy. And I was like, wow. Actually, he was grateful because he felt he was healthy and he was, you know, healed, even though he couldn't move. You know, he, he just could talk and, and paint, but he wasn't able to go from one place to another. And I was like, how wonderful is this? You know, so grateful for, people would say, for so few. And I think that's, that's one of the most important things um, we should realize. There's people who are better than us, but there's people who are not that good as us. And um, focus on what you have and keep moving. And the other thing is, um, I think that um, social interaction is also very important. Human contact, kindness, a good, um, like recognize goodness in other people. Even if the actions the person uh, has done may hurt you, but is like trying to understand why these people, like empathy, being empath empathetic. Why maybe this person is reacting this way because he might have a bad day, his family, he has some family issues. I don't know. I always try to, to explain that to my son. He's why he answers so rude, mom, why you didn't tell him anything. And I was like, maybe he had a bad day. Maybe he didn't sleep well. And that's why he's reacting that way. And he's like, mm, okay. So in a way, try to forgive people. Grateful and forgiveness. That's, I think that's, that's, the two components that you need to have in order to improve your life and to start uh, with, your, with your contribution as a human being in a society. Thank you so much, Lina. You're so right about this. Be grateful for everything you have right now. And you're enough as yourself. It's more than enough. And uh, not need to look for approval from, like, I don't know, from anybody, anybody, because you are who you are, and uh, always respect another person and treat them as a human being with a uh, like, big heart as well. And uh, you're, so right, you're so right about this. You have to remember that we all have different moods and different situations in our life, and uh, but be, always be grateful for anything you have right now. And uh, just um, social, yeah, social interaction is really important because we are humans and we are kind of built like this. We need other people around us. And thank you so much for these advices and uh, sharing the story, your personal story about your brother. And I'm pretty sure that you've inspired many people who probably thinking by this moment, they have some issues in their life. And now they will be thinking, wow, I can actually do something good for others. <laughs> and I'm sure have a great life. It probably brings them to realize, realization of it. They have a great life. And uh, <laughs> yes, thank you so much for that. And uh, we, have an, we have a tradition during our conversations and our programs, where we ask our guests to nominate someone for the next live conversation, to invite some persons that also give you inspirations. And um, maybe somebody you know personally who is social active, you can bring the great ideas for the project and um, just to meet the other good people. So if you have someone in mind, Nina, somebody you would like to invite to our next live broadcast, Please share its name or his or her name for us. Okay. Um, it's a tricky question, but uh, thank you for, for, for the opportunity. Um, yes, I, I would like, I'm thinking right now of a very good friend and colleague, 
Um, her name is Amita Becker. Um, she, she, I don't know how to describe, she's an amazing human being, a, a wonderful person. Uh, she's been there with me in some uh, adaptation process in, <laughs> in a different situations um, throughout my, my, my last year in, in Singapore. And uh, I think she has a lot to contribute in that um, creative society. And, and it, I, I think it's worth it to uh, contact her and, and ask her about her opinion on these um, eight foundations and, and the way she lives her life as well. Wow, she sounds really fantastic and we're looking forward to having her with us. And maybe, if you wish, you can participate as a co-host with your friend and take my place or Alina's place and uh, have a conversation about creative society as well as a hosting <laughs> from this part with your friend. That would be great to have you with us as well this way. <laughs> Thank <Awesome>. you, Ala. <laughs> yeah, we are looking forward to see Samita, right? Samita? Amita. Yes. On our show and hopefully you as well, Lina. Again, would be great. And also, we would like to remind our viewers, if you want to join our project, you can go to the Alachi Unite website, which you will see now on the screen, and click join us. And maybe next time we will see you as a guest or as a host, or if you wish, as a technical support. Or just Thank let you. us know you support the Creative Society project. So feel free to join. And uh, thank you. Our last question, Lina. What would you like to wish to all our viewers and all people? The message you want me to give? Yeah. Okay. Um, I would say that life is not a picture, it's a video. So don't worry about what is going on in your life right now. Don't, don't feel it like it's a terrible, the last thing, like for example, in this COVID situation, don't feel hope, don't lose hope. Just stay there, remain there, hang on there. Things are going to improve. Just, just focus on the things you want to, to, to do, who you want to, who want to be, what do you want to achieve, who are the people who need you right now and, and, and how can you serve the society, your community, your family and yourself as well in the best way possible. I think that's uh, one of the, of the um, things or the invitations I want to do to everyone. Just don't focus on the problem, focus on how you can make this a better world. What contribution as no matter how small it is, whether it's a, a phone call or a, a blinking eyes because you cannot, you know, you have your uh, mask and you cannot smile, but at least, uh, you know, tighten a little bit your eyes to show that person that you care and uh, try to improve other human beings' lives by simple uh, gesture, simple uh, act of kindness. And you will see that life is going to be uh, happier and easier to, to cope with, especially in these situations. Make more um, gatherings through Zoom. <laughs> that is something I, I encourage because at this moment we are, we are physically apart and, 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 and distanced and we should not uh, lose human interaction no matter uh, how long it would be. Just try to talk with people, that person that you have not speak to in years, or your parents, or someone you need to, you think you, you might need to reach to, you will make his life a different. Thank you so much, Lena. Such a beautiful message from your heart for everyone. It's wonderful. Thank you so much, and we wish you all the best and all the luck with your work and all the light in your path. And uh, just uh, together, we can build this beautiful world that humanity deserves. And we can do it only together, united by one goal. And uh, we're looking forward for cooperation with you and stay connected with you as well. 
And uh, thank you so much for being with us today, for all your answers, for your experience you shared with us and your story. And I'm pretty sure lots of people get got inspired today by your story. Thank you so much for looking after our environment as well and our rivers. <laughs> it's a personal thank you for you for doing this as well. And uh, it's been a fantastic uh, conversation with you today. So I'd like to say thank you, Lina, and thank Alina as well for giving me the opportunity for the co-host today with you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much, Allah and Alina. I really had a great time talking to you. And, and thank you so much for sharing all this um, uh, project and for trying to reach other people. I think that is a, a very good contribution you are doing in a way that um, we need to be together. We need to still together, stay together for improving this world. So thank you so much for having me and for give this a space for me to share my ideas. Thank you. Thank you so much for making our day and uh, I'm sure the day of our viewers brighter and uh, happier today. Thank you so much for such inspiring, heartwarming conversation. Let's stay in touch and have a great day. Okay. Thank you, Alina, Allah. I appreciate. You have a good day. Have a good day too. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.